Now we're back with part two of Spring into Social Media and SEO. You're listening to a wonderful new podcast with my friend Malka Maxwell in Israel. We're going to talk in this episode about keywords, why once you understand that SEO is important, getting your head around what words people are looking for, not what words you think they need, but the words they think they want, and how you can find them and where you can put them. So there's a couple of questions here, uh, Malka. What are keywords? Where do you find them? And where do you put them? Okay. So what are keywords? Keywords are, the technical term is, they're words that people use to search for your product. An example would be a bed and breakfast. Let's say I'm located in Toulouse, Toulouse, France, the south of France. It's a beautiful place. It's wine country. Uh, a lot of people do like going there. People choose bread and breakfasts because they're a lot more homey and cozy as opposed to yep, hotels. Yep. So if I had a, bread and, a bed and breakfast in such a spot, and my bed and breakfast is called Malka's Bed and Breakfast, the keyword that I would use normally would be Malka's Bed and Breakfast. That would be wrong because that's not enough. We want people who don't know Malka's Bed and Breakfast to come to me. So the keywords or those search terms or those phrases, I have to be able to look at them from the point of view of a internet searcher. So the keywords then would be chosen based on what the searcher would be looking for. I, I'm not sure if I'm still sounding technical. No, no, no it's, it's very, very important. And I wanted to let you speak. I didn't want to interrupt because I wanted to hear you say it. The average person living in a place other than where you live is looking on the internet to go on a holiday and go uh, you know, for a wonderful rest. And they're not looking for you because they don't know about you. They're looking for a and b in Toulouse. They're looking for a place to stay in France. They're looking for somewhere nice and romantic for the weekend. Right. Now, these are words that we wouldn't think to use because that's, it's our business and we know that we live in France and it's a nice place and it's relaxing and people come here on their weekends. This is what we've got to start thinking of. And you suggested recently that people maybe start with a pen and paper right. and think of maybe a half a dozen organic phrases that people might look for and that would be a bit of a research project, uh, weekends away, romantic getaways in France, B&Bs in Toulouse, right. uh, cozy accommodation, you know, key words and key phrases. And then you're going to suggest some sites where they can go and say, well, okay, we've researched these titles and this is the actual words people are looking for when they look for a and b in France. And it might be something really weird that you'd never think of. But have you got some sites that people can try today once they've done their little bit of a pen and paper experiment and come up with six or eight really key phrases, can they take those phrases and go to these sites and get a deeper dive? Have you got two or three sites you can recommend? People can take the keywords and they could go to Ubersuggest. There's also good old-fashioned okay. AdWords uh, Google Keyword Planner that's located within the Gmail AdWords account. There's also something called Internet Marketing Ninjas, the reason why you want to go to those type of sites is because you can take your keywords that you that you thought described your business and you can compare them basically to the recorded searches. The search engines keep track of every search that people make. 
And so you can see how many people are searching for romantic getaway to lose. And by putting those words in, or that phrase rather, because it's not a word, you will get a result. It'll say 500 people are looking. It may say zero people are looking for it. And that's actually a good thing, because if no one's looking for those search terms, you could probably rank really high for them once you start using them continuously. I wouldn't use them as my first keyword, though. A lot of times you can create keywords that are not being searched for. And that's why I said if you have a, a keyword or a key phrase that isn't being searched for, you can eventually create the buzz for those words. That concept there is a little bit techo. We'll come back to that in part three. <laughs> okay. I, I, really want to, I want, really want to, in this episode, focus on what is a keyword, where can people find them, right. and once they find them, where do they put them? You've got to ubersuggest.org. You've got the Google search word tool. You've got Internet AdWords. Marketing Ninja. Right. There's a couple more now, I mentioned in my book. That's a very good segue into your book. Malka has an amazing book, an amazing book at tinyurl.com forward slash SEO for beginners. SEO for the numeral for beginners, tinyurl. And I'll put this in the show notes when we eventually do a blog post about this. But first things first, start with a pen and paper and come up with six or eight phrases that you think people might be looking for or even ask some friends. Then once you do that, go to a site like ubersuggest.org. That's the one I recommend because it's super simple. Oh, passes okay. the dumbass test. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, you are, if you want, you can go to the other ones that Malka recommends in a book. Then once you do that, once you've got your keywords, what do you do with them? Where do you put them? Once you have your keywords, then what you have to do is put them into the websites. Now, a lot of people just throw them in at the title of their website and they yeah. think that that's, that's the end of it. That's, that's actually the incorrect way to do it. You want to spread them out throughout the whole website, but, and there's a big caveat here, only if those keywords are going to be relevant to a particular page. Yeah. So for instance, yeah. if I'm writing a blog post about the spring flowers and how I have a garden and that there's going to be a fair in the town, then my keyword that I found using my Uber Suggest, one of them would say something like wine tasting. That's probably not the keyword that would go with that post. And you know, what you've just said there is so obvious, but I know exactly what you mean. You've, you, the reason you've said it is because people were trying to hack right. the system by saying wine tasting and putting wine tasting and all these unrelated keywords into a blog post about spring flowers. And that actually goes for advertisements, or not really advertisements, but links as well. You know how sometimes people will say, I'm a guest blogger, and you can trade links. And, and this goes to another episode later on when we talk about backlinks. Hmm. You want to make sure that everything is really making sense. If, if I'm offering something about wine tasting, then obviously I'm going to throw in the keywords wine tasting a couple of spots throughout my site. But if my blog post is just specifically geared to one concept and that's the one word that I'm going to be using over predominantly in the, in the post, then your keywords should reflect that post's content. And then what you Thanks. can do is depending on how you use 
your web, your your platform, your website platform. If you're using uh, WordPress, there are plugins like SEO Presser, All-in-One SEO. My personal favorite is Yoast. They have a, Which is the one that's on my website. Right. They have a section that tells you that you can put your keywords in every time you write a post, every time you create a page. There's a section in WordPress settings that allows you to overwrite any uh, keywords in general. Like the site has a set of keywords, and then you can overwrite the site's keywords so that every time you want to put in personal keywords or relevant keywords for whatever you're creating, you can do that. If you're using basic HTML, which is what I like using, then you would put them in the header a spot of the website. And the reason why that's important is because the crawlers usually, or the SEO search engine crawlers, they usually crawl the first upper part of about half of a page. And so you want them to see immediately what's there. The other reason why I like using keywords is because if my site is multiple themes, I can actually tell the search engines what I want them to start yeah. ranking my site for. The search engines will pull information off of every page, but I prefer to tell them what to do. And so with the keywords, there is a controversy over if they're really necessary. A lot of SEO people say it's not necessary. Google will just snatch up the words or scrape the words as, as, as it's called, and that's the end of it. But I prefer to tell Google what I want. You know, I want my name to be or my product to be associated with this, this, and this. And then I try to make sure the content, you know, will fit within those, those words. And another thing about keywords that I think a lot of people forget is that you're not really stuck with the keywords. You can always change them. I tend to use 30 keywords and above if I feel it's necessary. There are some products that you just cannot generate that many keywords for. So you have to use common wow. sense. Where do you put those? Do you put them in the text I put section? Them into or the text. I put them into the text itself. I, could, I put my keywords in blog post titles. I put them sometimes on the page title. I okay. also tag my blog posts with my keywords on my blog. Okay. Well, we're coming up to the end of part two. We got a little bit technical there, and I, I, I'm starting to get to the end of my limit of technical ability. You might, if you're listening to this, might think, well, actually, this is pretty easy, Keith. Let it, let it talk. <laughs> and I apologize for that, but I'm trying to keep it super simple. So you're listening to Spring into Social Media and SEO. If you want to know any more about this as the series progresses, we're using the hashtag Spring into Social Media. I'm doing this as the inspiration for a friend of mine who's got a wonderful product which I'm promoting for him, and that is springintosocialmedia.com. It's a wonderful product that helps you keep up with all of the stuff that's going on in the world today. I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go along. And if you want to get Malka's ebook, it's tinyurl.com forward slash SEO for beginners. So that's part two. In the coming episodes, we're going to talk about blog posts, the different types of blog platforms, and why blogging is essential. For SEO, uh, because you know, once you've got a website, you don't just want to have a static website sitting there. You've got to constantly be adding new content so that Google can crawl through and say, "Ah, this website's new and funky. I better better list that one better." And we're also going to talk eventually about backlinks. 
and that's probably coming up in episode four if we get that far. I'm I'm still not sure what that actually even means, but that's why we're talking to Molka Maxwell, the SEO superhero. So stay with me, and if you've got any questions, follow me on Twitter at Keith Keller or Molka Maxwell at Molka Maxwell on Twitter. We'll be back in a few uh, minutes with part three, talking all about blogging. 